So in he- healing the, the split between the immaterial, the citta experience, experience you could say of heart, awareness, and experience of concepts, conceived world of things, separate things, separate people. A proliferating world of future and past, self and other, should be, could be, um, aren't. Uh, you get these experiences arising of kind of fragmentation and loss and spinning around trying to find the right <coughs> bit to hold on to. <coughs> Even internally, this uh, split is. The rising of perceptions, which be the future, past, self, other, what I am, what I'm not, what I could be, what I should be, how can I, how will I, why don't I, when will I ever, I wish I was, all that kind of thing, who's this? Um, it's agitation, it's uh, fear, it's anxiety, it's um, reactivity and so on. We directly experience this in the heart. Uh, it's nothing to be um, ashamed of. It's just uh, nothing. It's just the way the conceptual process goes. It's trying to create separate entities and I hold on to them, even if they're unhappy entities. That's the strange thing, <laughs> because the need for stability is so strong that we, the jitta or the unawakened state generates an unhappy world rather than have nothing. Mm. At least we've got, then we have something we has something you can kind of, you know, strategize or weave around. You know, this is um, anxiety. Mm. We come into chitta, realm of chitta. Mm. One of the great Boons of, of Chitta, the world of Chitta, is really the impermanence. This is such a s- simple statement. It's often so said so many times. One almost almost wears out in terms of what you know becomes a cliche. But it's the dynamics of things. Things are dynamically moving. Even the even these disappointing experiences are nature to change. They do moderate and oscillate and vibrate and pulse and swell and subside because that's actually the way it is mm. whenever it's the basic meditation just entering into the realm of chitta even in a fairly um, you know not in-depth way we just notice how everything is shifting and changing and the tendency then is to try to oh well what about something solid to hold on to? So this this is where we get the concentration idea comes from. Just get something solid to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Not because it's not not part of the teaching really. Um, so breathing itself becomes watch the breath. Well, no, it doesn't say watch the breath. It says be aware of breathing, which is a dynamic process, not an entity, but a relationship 
you know, a relationship to something dynamic. It doesn't, you know, so even things like that, even watch, you know, it doesn't say watch, it says be aware. You see what, how this tendency to go to the visual focus, because the visual focus is very good at getting objects, defining separate objects, that's exactly what it does. When you open your eyes, you see distance. Or you infer distance, the eyes infer, or the mind infers distance out of, through the visual sense, doesn't it? What distance? When you open your eyes, you just see shapes. But your mind infers distance. <coughs> and that distancing effect, you know, Well, this is kind of what the way that the the inclinations go. As distance, as a sense of safety, being on top of things, <coughs> being able to define things clearly, gives us a feeling of being on the mountain top, being away from it, being some having some control over it, holding it. And these inclinations, you come into the feeling realm. There's no distance. Subtle, strong, painful, pleasant, refined, coarse, it's felt. Mm. And this is what is expressed. Thoroughly pati samvedi, vedi, vedana. Thoroughly feeling the entirety of the body. One breathes in, one breathes out. There's no watching. And feeling is even as your very own body. You feel it's changing as as an actual direct experience. Direct experience, chitta experience is one of its pulses, flows, energies, warmth, coolness, (coughs) pressures, pleasant, unpleasant. It's dynamic. Mm. And you're not supposed to try and pin it down. (coughs) <coughs> but to use that to use the body to train the chitta to just open and don't clench so hard allow the, allow the process to move don't you have to get it right um, you know, this is another preoccupation of the, the, the abstractors the right, what's right? What's say? Well, forget right. Just get comfortable. Just get comfortable, even with things that are unpleasant. How do you get sort of comfortable enough? Where okay, I give up some space. Just you know, soften around that. Mm. Let it happen. Don't clench. Don't resist. And, you know, some things are uncomfortable. Unpleasant feeling. Be prepared, generate some space for unpleasant feeling. It's quite natural. And it can move. And you feel the sense of the happiness of Viveka. Your mind, your chitta is opened, it's lighter, it's not grasping. Okay, even unpleasant feeling. There's a subtle sense of, yeah, I'm okay with that. And this is, and as you sense into that, the, your 
tension or your awareness starts to shift from the feelings born of sense contact into this more reliable base of feeling feeling dependent upon Viveka. You're cool, you're you're comfortable, it's it's manageable. So this is really the inclination of, of meditation. And in that place, in that mode, you could say, everything is shifting. Moving along. And one of the most uh, um, trusting in that, because it's true. And the Buddha says one was thoroughly penetrated or dwelt in, and Nietzsche, this is the realization, anatta, not self. This is, this is liberation, here and now. So with that, there isn't some separate person watching what's going on. It's just the openness of citta, gentleness, things are changing. Even the tendency to clench comes, can be acknowledged, responded to, breathe through, released and really frankly you know a lot of it is just this rather humble process of acknowledging places where things tighten up or there's this movement of trying to hold on to something or am I doing the right thing anyway Uh, you know you can hear that happens what happens with it the arising of a worried self or a you know so you see, you begin to see the, the arising, or you, know, you begin to experience the arising of self, to be in charge, in control, getting it together, doing the right thing, on track. Well, you know, this is doubt, uncertainty. So this is, you know, actually the, the aims of, or, you know, the results or the consequences of contemplating, abiding in viveka, contemplating impermanence, is a sense of increasing dispassion to that which arises. Ugly things, stupid things, pathetic things, wacky things, <laughs> great idea, whatever it is, yeah. It's the nature to arise. It rises up. And there can be that clenching, defending, blaming, judging, uh, where what's happening, you know, tightening, self, 
the besieged self. Okay, how is that in the body? Coming back into the body because the body, current by itself does not contribute to the arising of self. So this is why we come back into that. It doesn't need to do that. It doesn't do that. Self, self, separative self arises out of the nama aspect, the naming, collections, um, perception, feeling, intention, attention, contact. Okay, well, it's maybe a bit complicated, but essentially out of the separative mind. And while we take refuge in body, and even beginning to become more attuned to the sense of how our, our apparent mental behavior has a bodily resonance, you know, the fluttering in the nerves of agitation, the trembling in the belly, the tightening in the skin, you know, and just smoothing, easing, softening, smoothing, smooth, calming, steadying, completing, thoroughly sensitive to the entire body, breathing in, breathing out, steadying, calming, soothing, the bodily energy, breathing in, breathing out. So we make that a resource, a refuge. So when the grasping comes up, the holding comes up, Okay, how's that? And breathing in, breathing it, coming back into embodiment. These little ripples of tension. Okay, don't make a self out of it. Seeing the interrelatedness of jitta and gaya. Coming back into this intention of healing, harmony, goodwill. Things change. <clears throat> and really even that which appears to arise as a thing is actually what self it's just energy shifting, changing. sequence that's often presented <clears throat> the deepening to that uh, release from clinging from this gripping reflex which is often aimed at trying to be secure steady into a deeper kind of steadiness is non-grasping. Mm. 
letting the impermanent be impermanent where citta will be holding based upon the realization of impermanence this is my stability this is the stability this, enco- this encompasses everything Nietzsche dispassion rather than get uh, into the great upheavals of uh, excitement despair and there's great swings of that the more that one jitters recognizes in each other, it doesn't really get so thrown around by change dispassion mm-hmm. Nietzsche Viraga third I expect the process in the older something stops mm-hmm. and one of the things that stops is continually throwing in some input you know, you know, the way the process of attachment clinging continues is there's a holding and then something, some more input gets put into it oh, stop holding stop holding on how can I hold, how can I stop holding on what's the right system whereby you keep adding more input yeah. or holding on and justifying it or blaming something or blaming someone or whatever you know there's a whole, there's an addition addition of self addition of a history addition of a narrative and with dispassion gradually that throw adding more we add less and less till it's just uh-huh the road that something stops Stop throwing more wood into the fire. Mm. Feels good. We contemplate how, with that niroda, the dispassion niroda, as your mind stops throwing more things in, actually the very nature of experience becomes much softer, much less impactful. It begins to fade, and there's something, a sense of spaciousness. Things are melting sense of spaciousness relinquishment beautiful consummation is relinquishment rather than attainment achievement getting there consummation is relinquishment something just So it is, as they say. Relinquishment of the world of manifestations doesn't mean aversion to it, it's just we don't have to keep generating all this stuff in terms of citta. The world of senses is bound to 
that particular experience of generating visual forms, tactile forms, auditory forms, that's its business. Jitta's business is not that. Jitta's business is to do with you know, perceptions, generating its own internal world of perceptions, memories, impressions, images, and you know this is fair enough. But it's also possible to take a break from that. Going to the rest state. <clears throat> it really helps to you know, return then to the sense world with a sense of lightness and equanimity and from that quite naturally why shouldn't we have goodwill? Because there's no there's no grasping at it. There's no so the natural quality of chitta is empathic. So there is a real healing coming back into the world of form. Well, just taking that process and really realizing, you know, that this maturation is more more the line, the trajectory. And so contemplating anicca, relativity, changeability, inconstancy of that which manifests. And finding one's finding the you know, the quality of attention or awareness that can sustain that and feel its own uh, freedom, lightness, freedom from the known, the imagined. And conceived.